time to settle in for another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas with your hosts, Aaron, Jeff, and Nathan, featuring special guest, No Twitter Ippy. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh, you gonna be alright? I'm feeling woozy air! Oh, what's in the box? The blackest time. What's in the fucking box? Candy! Fuck the front time, bitch! Welcome to a special episode of Deep in the Heart of Texas, where we will be bringing you the Friday the 13th Saga. So in this first episode, <laughs> we will be giving you pretty much the origin series. We're going to be going through episodes, or I'm sorry, feature-length films one through three. So to start us off, I'm Jeff. I am Aaron. There's a legend around here, a podcaster buried, but not dead. This is Nathan. And last but not least. Surprise, motherfucker. It's iffy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so get right into it. Friday the 13th. Um, this is a Sean S. Cunningham film. Directed and greatly executed by a, a horror legend master who would uh, come to be known as the godfather of the Friday the 13th series. This was uh, also made in 1980 to kind of set us in the nice uh, year of when this was actually released. Uh, this starred uh, many famous actors... That would one. become super. Well, well one. <laughs> yes. The Bacon Man. That's right. Uh, Mr. Kevin Bacon starred in this uh, uh, film. And then the uh, gross, awesome, crazy bitch, uh, Betsy Palmer, who is the late Betsy Palmer. The late Betsy Palmer. Yes, who played Mrs. Voorhees. Um, and uh, we get into a lot of other characters and actors and actresses that come out to this great film. But to start us off, uh, a basic synopsis and storyline for uh, viewers that maybe uh, meet green to this fucking series. Uh, Nathan would just draw us into this awesome epic that kind of starts us off in this Friday 13th lore that we know. For People go to a camp and they get motherfucking killed. No. Boom. There we go. And that's the Sam Jackson version of it. <laughs> no, it, it uh, takes place uh, 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 at a camp in the... It's, it's supposed to be the 70s, even though it was filmed and released in the 80s. Uh, it's 1979, <laughs> but uh, it's pretty much uh, doomed campground yeah. and everybody warns them, don't go there. They yeah. go there foolishly and can't, meet their demise. Camp blood. You're doomed. <laughs> you're doomed. But the camp clusters get together. I, 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 it, as far as I remember, there's not really kids involved at this camp at the, at the, no. at no, the part yet. when this takes place in Friday the 13th one. So the camp counselors get together. They're setting. They're up. getting ready. Uh, Steve Christie bought it and uh, is fixing it up because this place has been run down since the '60s. There's been a series of fires, murders, and fucking uh, drownings, and he's fixing it up uh, to reopen it 21 years later. And he uh, acquires a bunch of these counselors, including Kevin Bacon, Adrian King, and all these, uh, to. Come in, help them fix it up in order to open it, I believe, the next summer yeah. uh, to, mm-hmm. to finally have kids come. Well, they go there to fix it up, and uh, 
doesn't turn out so well at all. What's interesting is that it starts off with that lone hitchhiker girl who's beautiful. She comes right. to the town. She's just like, you know, the, the sky is the limit. You know, she's coming in to be the, the to work the kitchen. She's Annie. High yeah, and she's awesome. She's, she's just, so cute. Hippy yeah, dippy dude. little bitch. Hey, guys, you think <laughs> I can catch her, right? She's adorable. You know, it's someone I would pick up, you know, at the grocery store. And say, of course hey, you would. Yeah, show your third thumb. <laughs> show your third thumb and say, hey, you know. You like, you know, you know, what you like for breakfast? Pancakes or waffles? <laughs> Let me know lock, now. Make sure I lock the door now before she jumps out. Yeah, that was the big mistake. She, uh, she, the. Yeah, because like, Earl gives her a fucking ride and yeah. he's like, you're yes, on So why are you going oh. to Cap Blood? That place is jinxed. <laughs> it's shakes, lady. So, yep. yeah, she, uh, she meets her demise very early in the film. She actually, this movie, it's kind of weird. Uh, when you think of Friday the 13th, you, you think, of course, the mythos that you know that is Jason. Uh, Actually, if you haven't seen Friday the 13th, it's always played as like a whodunit for me. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, it, definitely. Yeah. It, it never shows faces or features. It shows hands and feet. Yeah. That's it. Because you always get like that, that moment of reflection of like, oh, hey, you know, hey, what are you doing here? Yeah. Hey, what are you doing out in this weather? You yeah, know, recognition, like, yeah. but no recognition to the audience. Yeah. We don't know We don't anything. know what the fuck is going on. We're in the POV of the killer, which yeah. was really unique and awesome. Yeah. Because, I mean, the previous films was probably like earlier was like maybe Michael Myers Halloween and stuff like that to really have slasher genre, slasher genre fucking like set up before pre Friday 13th. Mm -hmm. But with Friday 13th, it was like really like, like Nathan says, like a whodunit fucking film, the whole fucking movie. It, it is kind of like a murder slasher mystery type of yeah. thing of, for that genre. I mean, yeah. from the opening credits, it becomes that. I mean, you it starts with this the shot of a, a campground. And then it follows these two kids into a barn where they're making out and, you know, rubbing on each other. And then they pop up and they go, oh, uh, you know, oh, we're, we're just playing we're around. Just, like, yeah, what, what's happening here? And then, bam, fucking stabbed. Yeah. Bam, you're fucking dead. Yeah. White screen, Friday the 13th. And you don't even Who get, the fuck? What's happening? you don't happening? get the girls kill. You get the guys kill, but it just kind of freezes on the second. Yeah, kill. yeah. With like, their what the I think horrific during, expression. During uh, promotion for the film, they originally had, like... Uh, the slash mark where the girl was killed. Oh wow! Yeah, there was makeup but, stills. Yeah, there's no film of it. It's just of it, it's yeah. just a picture of it that. Uh, Which is kind of odd, you know, because when you watch the actual fucking Friday Thirteenth Part One, you're kind of like, where's the girls kill? Oh, we should also bring into it that uh, fucking master Tom Savini was oh, yeah. behind yes, the was. makeup of this. Yeah, I think before facts. that he was working with like George A. Romero's Night Riders and <laughs> Maniac and stuff like that. It's very like, odd they, that they, they would liked his work on Dawn of the Dead, and they're like, well, you're gonna get somebody who's uh, actually been in uh, a setting where they've actually seen it in Vietnam when he was a photographer, well, we want to get the guy that's actually been in there. Pulls so, gore really yeah, well. Yeah, does, yes. does gore really well. So they brought him on, and of course, we got what we... Some realistic... History. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that throat slashing of Annie was... It was I, I, I can't remember a lot of movies preddating that shows like the throat opening when the chick takes oh, a breath yeah. and bleeding she out. She gets that fucking kill against the trio. I mean, nowadays it looks a little hokey. You can tell it's makeup oh, and a even, prosthetic. Even but in later films of the Friday 13th series, nothing really stood up to that fucking original throat slash of Annie takes. Yeah. You see separation. You see the blood gush. Yeah. And the actress got to play with that because Tom Savini did such a great visual uh, practical effect on that fucking you know, slice. That was exquisite. I mean, a lot of the gore stuff in the slasher realm really paid off in that film because... I mean, Carpenter kind of shied away from showing you everything. It was like too much or too little. You know, a, a little was more for, for Carpenter. And with Cunningham, he just said, fuck it, let's just show him. Let's show him the gush. No. Let's show him the fucking injury. 
It should be said that Sean S. Cunningham only he totally replicated and ripped off Halloween. He even admits it freely. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He wanted to get funding for a soccer film. <laughs> Bad news, Pele's, as Aaron put it. <laughs> but uh, he 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 really See, wanted to get this family film made, and he was like, "Look, horror is in right now. Halloween is the most talked about horror movie right now. I'm gonna rip it off." Yeah, let's pick a date. Let's pick a yeah uh, superstition. We, we cannot do babysitter. We must do something else. Do, what, what else is sexy? Nurse. Is that, is that Mustafa God? <laughs> no, no. Uh, it, it it is his cousin, uh, Astafa. <laughs> it is his cousin. So we, he we, got we, bought we, out. See, so uh, see. <laughs> so so what we did, we we went with we went with sexy nurse, but then that was taken. So we did uh uh, Kemp Castle. Kemp Castle. <laughs> And it worked, man. I mean, See, for the most part of uh, the murders and all the stuff that takes place, even the chemistry for Friday 13th Part 1, it was so awesome because it was like, uh, you know, couples would go here, go there. They would talk briefly about the lore of Camp Blood and stuff like that, especially with the uh, the, the head guy that would fucking, you know, you know, it was just kind of weird that he drove the same Jeep that the killer that picked up Andy yeah. picked up. So well, you're over here... I think that was because of production costs. <laughs> we'll, just use fuck, we'll use the same fucking Jeep. <laughs> They'll never know it's well, raining. The budget for the original film was... Uh, 550000 yeah. And it made $59.8 So that lets you know that the audiences of that time were just aching for a... Loving horror, man. Yeah, man. And camp counselors. I don't think, I, you know, there wasn't a lot of films previous that were, I can't think of any that were camp counselors. Like this really, like, no, oh, Jesus Christ. That was after this. Uh, I'm going back in time. There's, there's very few movies that, that give you a scary setting that actually cause a phobia with you. I mean, Jaws made you afraid to go in the water. Freddy made you afraid to fall asleep. Jason makes you afraid to go to the woods. Yeah. <clears throat> and growing up in the Pacific Northwest... I was scared to death of this movie because we're surrounded by forest and, you know, it's it's eerie when you walk out in the forest and the first thing in your mind when you're seven years old is fucking Jason Voorhees well, is out have, here. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you have like a hockey team locally? Or? I, they have hockey. I wasn't in hockey. I was always a yeah, skateboarder. That's what, that's what, that's, that was another thing I was in time into is like the fucking hockey lore wasn't really brought into for the Friday 13th part, part one. Three. It was morally just like, just like the fucking... They went to the a thrift store and they found the hockey mask for like two bucks. No, 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 man. We really think about it. I mean, Friday 13th, part one. I mean, it has no connection to fucking hockey. What's so fucking Yeah, we'll get, it, we'll get into the where the hockey came from. I actually know the yeah, how we, it came about. Yeah, unfortunately for that, sorry, dickhead. But, but uh, <laughs> going back to Friday the 13th, it, it just is a mystery. Like, a lot of horror movies come straight out. They're either slasher, they're this or that. While this one always had the format of slasher, and we can tell that right from the first few deaths, it still is a mystery. Who the fuck is doing this? There's yeah. no hint of who's doing these crimes. Because it wasn't, it wasn't like they were killing locals. No. The camp counselors locals that were, were left alone. Whoever was attending that fucking counselor fucking training, you know, Every, fucking everyone was seminar. A, it was yeah, seminar. People, specific people were targeted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was what was neat because, I mean, you'd have, uh, the, of course, what always draws to my mind is the bacon scene. I mean, he just, you know, gets it off this chick finally and all that stuff. She goes up to go freshen up for round two. And then, lo and behold, <laughs> he gets that fucking, like, mean-ass arrow. arrow through his fucking throat. Great that was special awesome effects. Yeah, special you see effect. the twist and the gore the and the bubble, tissue. The oh, dude. Out of the that was exquisite visual effect. Vietnam changed 
<laughs> there was a lot of fucking cool kills in this movie, and the chick that he was doing, I mean, she's, it, it's, she was again, to- this is one of those movies that tr- emulated Carpenter, so you get these long, drawn-out scenes where you don't know what's going to happen. Like, in later episodes, you always hear the ch ch and you know Jason's coming up, or, you know, yeah, something. This-, this one didn't have these. It, it Like, there's a there's scene in the bathroom piece. where the chick's just looking in the mirror, she's thinking of becoming an actress, She's doing her hair. Yeah, I'm gonna about where you're all. Yeah, yeah, like, like a little fucking like yeah. And, and, and you see just a little a fingertips go behind the curtain. Yeah. And you're like, oh fuck, something's in there. She checks. Nothing happens. And then later on, she goes back in there and she gets a fucking axe to the face, dude. Yeah. Like, and the special yeah. effects are good in this yeah. movie. Like for being low budget, I mean, you see this at a young age, you're gonna think that chick. This is a snuff fucking film. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, and it's brutal as shit because, I mean, like you said, there's that sneaky fucking uh, eeriness, especially with Harry Manfredi's uh, music that mm-hmm. it just it was just awesome. It just creepy strings creep up and stuff, and you don't know what's around the next corner. And the rain effects for some of the scenes as uh, things build and build mm-hmm. upon the the threat of what's going on inside the camp. And, uh, I mean, even when you're speculating that, you know, maybe such and such is involved and such and such is maybe not be involved, it really breeds to a, a crescendo, what you say, of, like, even when the main guy comes back and he's, uh, you know, he sees that flashlight in his face. Yeah. And he's walking towards the character and he's just like, he doesn't know who's there. And he's like, oh, wait, hey, what are you doing out in this weather? And then you see the knife to the gut and just shatters your whole fucking idea of, like, Oh man, I thought it was gonna be that person. You or, it was him, and it's not him. Yeah, and yeah. so you're like, "Fuck, dude!" He's like blanked out that fucking whole fucking idea, you know. So it's not fucking, you know, Colonel Richards is in the fucking, you know, in the hallway <laughs> with the fucking <laughs> butter knife, you know. <laughs> and then uh, Adrian King always came off like she was just super high in the whole fucking film. To me. She was so ditzy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but she plays the Miss, uh, you know, uh, that. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing yeah. that. I'm, you know. She's winning strip poker. She's yeah. still got all her clothes on. And then that played to a point, I guess. You know, it was fun. But yeah, even even um with the with the camp counselor Christy, you can tell there was something going on between uh between Allison and him. It's there is there's a subtle hint that there is maybe some kind of a rem- perversion. Probably, He's, probably some um, un, unwanted uh, attention between between him and and Alice. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Now is this the one where she drew a portrait of him? That's part two. Yeah, I think that was that was. This is part one. That was part one, I believe. Okay, yeah. Like he's an older man, but he's always wearing these Daisy Duke cutoffs, and he's always got his shirt off with a handkerchief. Are you gonna stay? And even though he's hard on all the other kids, like, hey, quit fucking around, get back to work. He's always like, hey, Alice, how are you? Yeah. And it's it's really off putting because she's supposed to portray like nineteen. Yeah. And he's clearly 49. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so, in the rocks the cradle, bro. Hey, however you got to get the job, but Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to lay into this later. <laughs> uh, but it plays into, like... <laughs> if they would have shown a sex scene, that would have been my reaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God! No! <laughs> the hand that rocks the cradle. Oh, <laughs> man. But, uh, it, yeah, it leads into this thing where it's, it's this whodunit. You get this... This guy's driving this Jeep, and then right at the end, this blue Jeep rolls up. 
And and Alice's friends are getting picked off left and right. Yep. Finally, she realizes it when her friend gets thrown through the window in front of her, and she's like, "Oh my God!" She runs out, and this person's pulling up. Well, this like Jeep. when that scene that the guy getting thrown or the person getting thrown through the window was actually Tom Savini taking the fall for uh, the actress. Oh really? Oh yeah, you're right. Awesome, you're right. Because because right. he's got long black hair. Yeah. The girl was supposed to have long blonde hair, and when you, when she, they get thrown through the yeah, window, she's like see, a dirty blonde. Like yeah. you see you see that black hair come. I'm like, when did she dye her hair? Yeah, and, and there's about a 45 pound weight difference between the two shoulder blades. That too. I was like, man, she must have been working out between takes, so, getting it going, doing those power squats. So Alice runs out, and she you know just saw her friend died. She has no confirmation that anybody else. They think. Kevin Bacon and, and his girlfriend just went off to fuck. They have no, she has no idea that anybody's dying. Her friend gets thrown through the window. She runs out and this Jeep is pulling up and she goes, who are you? And this old lady steps out and she goes, Hi. oh, I'm Mrs. Voorhees. I'm yeah. a friend of the Christie's. <laughs> and she goes, they're all dead. And she takes her back in and they start, she starts explaining the story, and then sure, more, Mrs. Voorhees starts like, doing this reveal. She's investigating the situation with yes. her, and that was so fucking cryptic, you know? Yeah, and, and Mrs. Voorhees is playing it beautifully oh, until yeah. you can see but, this this weird look come on her but face. What, what always threw me is, like, why did she play with Alice? Like, like why, You're what the made, last one. What made Alice, like, yeah, kind of like, what yeah. made Alice that unique, you know, like... That, that, like the play? Yeah, like, like, like she... What, like she, target? she told her, like, why she had such anger towards the camp and anger towards the council. I think it's because Alice had so much innocence that she would listen, that she would buy into Pamela's But then again, Pamela didn't know she was an innocent. She wasn't looking at everybody. I'm sure she was watching them from stalking them out. That could be. I I, I think it was more for an audience, please. Yeah. Like, okay, let's let's tell you how this is going to happen. And there's this fucking wonderful monologue that that uh, uh, Betsy Palmer as uh, Miss Voorhees delivers. And it's about the history of this place. And she was the former cook and her son drowned and you never paid any attention. Ah! Runs at her with a fucking knife and holy shit. (laughs) This is the killer. (laughs) Run. (laughs) Run. (laughs) Grab the fire (laughs) poker. Laugh that bitch. I mean, it, it like right then is your reveal. And we're like almost, I, I would say like, 65, 70 minutes into this movie, yes, and you dude. finally get the reveal. Yeah. Holy shit. And you see, that was for the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. And what freaked me out is, like, I think, remember early watching it and kind of being, you know, whatever the fuck you want to say about me, I fucking fell asleep because it was kind of boring. <laughs> you know, it, was kind of, it bored the shit out of me. But then when you realize the prequel lore that it would actually, Friday 13th would hold to Service. the. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it would become more of a thing to, like, oh man, I, I really appreciate what how much Mr. Sean S. Cunningham went into for this film because you have such a great prequel to this setup of what would later become Jason uh, Friday 13th series. But man, dude, that fucking uh, Alice going versus Miss Voorhees was just so fucking epic because it was just so prolonged for like almost a 15-minute fucking piece yeah. of like them meeting and searching and trying to help her find out what's this, what's that, who is this. And here's like you said, like here's the big monologue of like what happened to her son. To the insanity that which is Mrs. Voorhees. I mean, because when you're so playful with the blonde chick and the guy, and they're playing strip poker, and you see everybody kind of get taken off one by one, it's kind of just really rudimentary, kind of like, oh, what the hell? There she dies. Oh, okay, what's going on here? Oh, she, and she dies. Mm-hmm. But when it becomes that ending, it's like, oh, dude, when she goes full blown crazy, it's just 
awesome. I'm thoroughly convinced the reveal is what made this so epic. Oh, like, yeah. If, if, yeah. For one, I, I mean... I think you would just want to share that with people that didn't know. Yeah, know, to right. To see their, their kind of percep- uh, perception like, oh, uh, the, of the reveal. You know? I can't like, really think reaction. of a lot yeah. of movies that had a reveal where the killer was a woman. I mean, you had Norman Bates. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. portraying Mrs. Bates, but it's still a man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, and then this movie kind of took that took that concept and reversed it. Yeah, flipped yeah. it on its oh, fucking yeah. head. Because you see her go crazy at some points. Where you like the camera goes straight into your mouth. She's like, "Kill mommy, kill for yeah. me." Yeah, well, no, I she's love like that. Looking off into the distance, like not at the camera, but she's like looking off screen, like, yeah. saying that where she's being possessed, like, by, being possessed by her kid. Yeah, and the baby voice, the kid's voice, as she's saying, "You know, kill mommy, kill." You know, that was just creepy. That was just a good, uh, you know, that, take that, on that. Yeah, that pretty much sold it for me. Blue yeah. Blue. And then just her, like, just transcendence into just insane. Yes. Yeah. And, and she we, played it so well because when yeah. you first meet her, she's, uh, you know, yeah, very cookie right. cutter. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, you know, I'm oh, just yeah, an old just, friend. And then she Hi, sees the dead body and she's yeah. like, he should have never opened this place. I told him. There was a young boy. His name was Jason. He drowned. You know what they were doing? And she just freaks the fuck yeah. out. And it's just like. But then you oh, see, well, then, and then kind of like in uh, Night Living Dead, the the remake more than the original, you kind of see Alice kind of snap off that fucking ditziness for a yeah. brief moment, and she goes fucking in brutal mode, like fucking like self preservation mode, and she's grabbing the machete, and they're mm-hmm. on the beach, they're fighting in the sand, and slow then that motion. fucking just slow motion shot of just the head fucking release. Fatality. Yeah, dude, and that's just fucking brutal as shit. Because you get the fucking brutal fucking uh, head collapse of, uh, you know, uh, fucking total decapitation of Mrs. Voorhees, which is just, whoa. Tom Savini's hands. Yeah. Yep. Reaching up. Harry <laughs> Knuckles. Dead giveaway. <laughs> but still, it was, it, like, it was shocking. Like, first of all, there wasn't a lot of, I mean, you know, 70s cinema had brutality, but it wasn't. It had some gore, but this was literally, you see this bitch getting her head lopped off. Like, yeah. whap. Yeah. Split, slow-mo, and it was, it was fucking intriguing, man. Like, I I didn't see fr- the original Friday till I was probably around 10 or 12. Yeah. I saw my very first Friday around 6. I won't reveal that right now, but it, it's different. It's different from the rest of the series. And as Sean S. Cunningham said... We were just making a fucking movie. I had no idea we would have 12 fucking sequels. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew it would go into this big mythology. But here we are. Yeah. And it's the most money maker out of all the slashers. It is. It's top. I mean, well, there's 12 movies yeah, opposed yeah, to yeah, Freddy's yeah, yeah. 7 right, and right. Michael's 10. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it always had positive numbers. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Paramount was ashamed ashamed of it they were absolutely mortified that this movie was doing good but that doesn't stop executives for wanting more money more profit i mean they couldn't i mean like they they fucking paramount bought the fucking friday 13th distribution rights for 1.5 million for a fucking film that was made for like what did we say uh 550 so that just lets you know that they saw the potential in the film they knew where to fucking push it. I mean, they they spent five hundred thousand dollars just in fucking advertisements. And just I know, yeah, I know. Younger listeners won't get it, but man, yeah. that is minuscule amount of money these oh, days. Like yeah. people go five hundred grand, like that ain't nothing. What are you filming a commercial? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But when you fucking look at 
the profits. Oh, five hundred grand. Imagine you put five hundred five hundred dollars into something and you make fifty nine thousand. That's what this movie did. Yeah. Five hundred grand, fifty nine million dollars. Yeah, like, and that's global. I mean, thirty nine million just that nation. just makes your yeah, butthole just, pucker. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, we did something right. Just, uh, yep. Forty million domestic. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, overseas that's awesome. made nineteen. And then you would actually find later in the series that overseas it did better than... than yeah, well, it made this fucking hefty chunk and chair. Mm-hmm. But that was uh, actually the turn for what we saw as like being an ending, you know? We saw that, oh, you know, like, Mrs. Voorhees is dead, that's the end. And we get kind of sung into a nice Harry Manfredi lullaby yeah. with, uh, you know, Adrian uh, King's Alice. Is it yeah. a dream sequence? Everybody I've, I've known always debates the ends of the first three movies. It's, it's supposed to be a dream sequence. It's supposed to be. Okay. I think, I, I think she experienced it. Because after she beheads Miss Voorhees, she goes off in a canoe. She's, she's waiting for help. Super fucking high in R- the fucking boat. Super high. Super fuck. I mean, she just look at the fucking bitch. She's just like super fucking I believe they cooked brownies earlier in this movie, and those brownies had something. finger tipping the fucking lake. Yeah, she's thinking like everything's la dot You got these. Yeah. She's pretty much way the far out of the way. Angelic music is swelling. Yes, yeah. angelic music. And then. Jason Voorhees. I don't know if it was that. But she, everything seems like it's wrapping up. And all of a sudden, boom, Ooh. out comes this. Airy de- Lehman. He comes out the water. Deformed kid that grabs her in slow motion and yanks her into the water. Yeah. And then you get this watery drift. And she wakes up in the hospital. And she goes, well, what happened to the boy? And the Ma'am, goes, we didn't find any boy. Then he's still there. <laughs> and that was just... Roll credits. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful Whoa. ending. Oh, yeah. dude, come on. That was as, as about as close to Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho when you kind of hear her still speaking. Uh, he wouldn't voice. even swat a fly. Oh, it was perfect. <laughs> and it was exquisite. Could they follow up Friday the 13th? Well... Lo and behold. We're about to find out. Fucking A. Did they? I, I, I want to know. Uh, Steve Miner. You didn't do your homework again, did you? <laughs> what? What's homework? <laughs> uh, awesome director by uh, the name of Steve Miner comes into play here. And he goes on and to direct the awesome Friday the 13th Part, Part two, 2, which comes out May 1st, 1981. This film pretty much sets you up for what... I don't know. I guess every little hope and dream you could have had for that ending for Friday the 13th, it kind of comes into fruition with this one. More massacre. More yeah. camp counselors. Everything is just pushed up the extra notch. That the you body count see. continues. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and this one was done so fucking well. It probably, it probably carries one of my favorite deaths. But, man, uh, you're introduced to such unique characters because the camp counselors actually come together. They're told to stay away from Camp Blood and all this stuff. Well, this is like the ca- the camp on the other side of the lake. Yes, yes, yes. This is a completely different campground. This is Sarah shares the same lake. Yeah, this like, is don't go to ground. that camp. Don't go over there. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't do it. I don't know why you're teaching your kids or because it's it's a counselor training camp. Yes. that this guy's getting everybody ready yeah. for, and it is just awesome because you're just giving more fucking body count in this fucking yep. film. It should be said, this is my probably second favorite of the series. I have three tops, and the second this is the second. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, well, this it, one's also in my top three. Yeah, nice. it's fucking wonderful. Yeah. Um, just the element and the mood. They they really capitalized on 
what they did right in the first one. Yeah. And this time they had production value. Oh, yeah. uh, they, they got an extra uh, 750,000, so a million point one two point two five. sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what they did with it was they got bigger, uh, brought in more effects, and and up the value of, of everything that you're seeing in the camp. They're they're warned not to go over to Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah. And and of course, two horny teens are like, Well, I wanna see what's over there. Let's yeah. go over there. Let's well, go what's funny out. what's funny about this one is that uh, the Friday thirteenth part two is actually takes place two months after the events of the first film, which is rarely fucking really talked to to the uh, the, 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 the situa- level, uh, level that you really need to be known for like entering this fucking sequel because it's awesome. Uh, Alice Hardy is a sole survivor and all that stuff. So we actually, at the very beginning of the film, you venture back. Yeah. You see fucking, the survivor. Yeah, you get to see Alice again. She's like, you know, talking to her mom on the phone. Mm-hmm. No, I'm feeling better. I just need some more time away from you. And the cat through the fucking window and all this stuff is like really sets up the scenario of like, are things truly over for Alice? Yeah. And then you get that. And then you open the of, fridge. Oh yeah. Then you open the fridge. And then you get the fucking straight ice pick to the fucking brain. Yep. By and fucking... seeing Mrs. Voorhees' head in that oh, fridge. Yeah. And then you back up and ah, ice pick right through the yep. temple. Oh dude. Woof. That was magic. Key opening, Ouch. opening title Friday the Thirteenth. Part, part two. two. Part two. And that's it. Now, there's an important thing to be said. Adrian King had a real-life stalker that abducted her, held her at gunpoint. She did not want to come back for Friday the 13th Part 2. She stated to uh, her agent and to the filmmakers, like, look, I have just went through this terrible situation. I don't want it to happen again. And they're like, well, you're like the Laurie Strode. Like, you have to come back. This movie proves that nobody is fucking safe. There is no heroin. This is the first time, actually, in the whole entire saga, beyond like some really later prequels that we'll talk about later, that it, Jason may get that far from the lake. Yeah. No, uh, actually, she is back at Crystal Lake. What we? Yes. Uh, in a town home or something? Yeah, I, I've, I've read timelines and shit. She went back there. That's what her whole she mother... She looks like she's in fucking Haddonfield. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, you know, she says she lives in California, but her mother states, you don't, like, on the phone, she's saying something like, you don't need to do this. And she's like, Mom, I need to get over this. Like, you know, wow, I need like to be... Yeah, like, yeah, so to I'm, think, I'm thinking she went back to Crystal Lake because everybody always has that thing. Well, what, Jason ride a bus? Yeah, and, you know, yeah, like, what the fuck? No, she is back at Crystal Lake it took to him two face months her to fears. <laughs> like, I need to it get over followed. this. It's not. <laughs> she went back. Uh, I'm, I'm thoroughly convinced this. There's several theories that point. The phone conversations say it. A lot of people will miss over it, but she is actually staying at the town where Crystal Lake is around. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's, um, that, that's, that, that's more plausible, but then I say, why did it take them two fucking months to get to something yeah. that's in town? Well, would you want to go back the next day? Fuck, I don't know. You just oh. watch your you watch your mother get fucking decapitated, decapitated in front of you. You're gonna be like, well, let's not little, forget Jason oh, grew he, four he to, feet <laughs> during this time frame. He, he had to build a fucking shack, make his shitter and everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, what, do I mean, the outdoor plumbing. <laughs> I, I mean, what do you what do you think he'll do? Dig up his mom's head and like saturate her in I mean, water. It takes and, a while to build a shrine. 
Yeah. He, he built that shrine. But if you look, he made the wax candles. He went hiking. Yeah, if you look, it's not that much later because the head's not super decomposed. You know? For fucking two months, I mean, he learned electrical engineering. Like, yeah, it's still yeah. fresh. But what's funny is because after Adrian King's fucking, oh, I'm sorry, Alice's fucking death, I mean, the whole shit that takes part with Ginny and Paul is not till fucking five years later. Right. Nice okay. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you established yeah. that. And there's the fucking jump. There's yeah. your jump. It's like okay, Friday the Thirteenth. And what makes me laugh that we kind well, of skipped over is the huge explosions. For every Friday thirteenth, yeah. <laughs> part two, as if he cute. Boom, boom. <laughs> and, and yes, I mean the two months. I, I guess, but they should have went a little bit more. I think if Savini was a part of that, we would have seen a more proper decom- decomposition for Pamela's uh, fucking head. Her head. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't the effects person in this movie. Like he, when he first got the script for um, he's he the passed movie, on. He it. was like, "What? No, Jason's dead. We established this in the, in yeah. the first one. He's he's dead." No well, he didn't do it also because he, he was a big name at the time. He yeah. had a lot of projects yeah, lined I think, up. I think afterwards he was in The Burning. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Which is a good movie. Yeah. Really but, good. Just with this one, it, the opening scene was great. Yeah, Adrian King. Because the survivor gets it. You tie up the knot. Or the then, loose end, whatever then, you want to call it. The, then the very next kill is the other survivor from the first movie. Yeah. Crazy Ralph. Crazy Ralph. Yes. Yeah. He, he was the next one to get it. Barbed wire to the fucking neck. You're fucking doomed. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> Prophet oh, of doom? doom? You didn't see that coming, did you, you fuck? That's right. Yeah, Ride your damn Tom. bike, you hippie. He was like waiting for like the right time at night to fucking warn the guys that hey, y'all might be doomed. I think Ralph was also a peeping Tom. Yeah, that Ralph, and then he liked fucking being in pantries. I think it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what I told you? the others, you're all doomed. Where's your tomato soup? <laughs> can, I have, can I have some applesauce? <laughs> uh, uh, we're introduced to Paul, which is very uh, arrogant guy, asshole. Yeah. You know, telling everybody, keep in shape, I don't take no shit. And uh, we get introduced to the loose cannon, Ginny. Who show up, you know, to the fucking um, late to the party? And we find out later she's less. I think she's a psych major yeah, in college. Yeah, yeah, she's a child psychology. Oh yeah, she's I'm glad you brought that up. In depth fucking uh, realizations of maybe this really did happen to Jason. And hey, she says it right in the first scene. Yeah. Her Volkswagen breaks down and she's playing with Paul. He's back there trying to fidget fuck with the engine, and she blows straight smoke bomb in his face. She goes, "You know that child psychology always works on you." Boom. Bam, you know, she that's her major. Uh, that's She's her studying thing. this thing. And that's She's awesome. the spunky one. <laughs> and you get the, the, oh, man, what made me laugh is right before Ginny's introduction, you're introduced to the van of Misfits. Yeah. And this is the Tommy Chong. No. No, no, that's part three. All right, Sorry. All right, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, this one, everybody pretty much meets up at the camp. Uh, Paul's given a lecture on what to do. Bear, bear safety, which includes change your tampons regularly, ladies. <laughs> Female hygiene is a it big is a important must. issue. Wait, <laughs> man. <laughs> Sexual <right>. harassment. <laughs> I am so sorry. They didn't I, exist back then. I, 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 know. Cro- I crossed the streams. What a great time. You crossed and, the streams? But uh, before Paul gathers everybody, there's this eloquent scene of a beautiful woman who's walking towards Paul's oh. fucking gathering. And you see Mr. fucking, I don't know, uh, Paul Lawrence, or whatever the hell his name is, come out of the fucking woods and kind of slingshot. He slingshots, Scott slingshots a little like rock or pebble towards the most bodacious, (laughs) sporty spice. It is an ass of heaven, man. That is is a perfect. Round, ample ass, in skinny little tight shorts. Oh my 80s tight shorts. It was the Peppa McCreams. Oh my oh, god! And this, uh, her character's name is Vicky. Or? You got a, you got a boing feature on that phone. <laughs> I got a, 
<laughs> the third thumb is. Uh, that's what I was looking for. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> Scott's the douchebag, typical '80s prick pop collar but, but, fuck. But you see this chick, and if you have patience, later on in the film, you see the skinny oh. dipping scene later, and it's exquisite. I'm just gonna listen to music. <laughs> Go in your. No. It takes you to your safe place. <laughs> Just I'm looking at that scene shot for shot, and uh, that music fits perfect. In high definition. <laughs> yeah, if there's ever been a reason to enjoy part two on Blu-ray, it was that scene being forever fucking frozen. In. Oh, yep. just etched in my head. Yeah. Even more than the nudity, like her ass oh, and those man. shorts and the Mickey Mouse her top, figure, I'm just like... Yeah. Everything about her was just like on point for that fucking show. Oh, there were more than one point there. Oh, yeah. Oh, Terry, you got it going on. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they walk into the camp. They give this little hygiene thing. They're, they're fixing it up. They're training counselors. You've got Mark, who's uh, in a wheelchair. He's, yeah. He had a football injury back in the day, and he can't use his lower half. You've got fucking Ted, who's the comedian, jo- or no, 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 Stu is the comedian Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, that's why I get my cry. I get Stu, my right. Uh, Ted is it Shelley? No, Shelley. No, no Stu's his real name. Ted's his name in the movie. Okay, 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 gotcha. okay he's like the fucking jokey guy, and they keep they keep playing around with who's what, who's where, and you've got this huge cast. You're like, holy fuck, whoever the killer is going to be is going to fuck shit up in this yeah. movie. And then, like, three-quarters of them go to town to get drunk for the night when all the murders happen. Because the big draw for me was, like, the dumbass guy with the fucking beret with the fucking crazy fucking chick, uh, Jeff. Oh, my God. Oh, man. He that got... was nipping days, bro. I mean, she had this long... What, what was his name again? My name is Jeff. There you go. <laughs> she gets pulled by his chick to go check out Camp Blood. And when yes. they go check out Camp Blood, they get caught by the cop, and the cop gives them yet another warning to stay the fuck out of areas you shouldn't be fucking at. And yeah. Jeff is just like playing on Mr. Coy, you know, especially when you got Tits McGee next to you. You're not going to make her, you know. Wait. Wait. <laughs> I love Paul's response to the cop hauling them into it. You oh. know, the cop brings the, the two frivolous kids to him and he's like Paul I respect what you're doing here but you're too close and Paul's like Ginny will you make sure they don't get seconds on dessert <laughs> like ultimate fuck you authority no problem, Paul. <laughs> yeah. and the cop's just like that's all you're gonna do no, repri- no reprimanding <laughs> yeah make sure they don't get seconds on dessert oh you fuck <laughs> so uh, they that happens and then uh, they decide Paul says look you two have to stay behind. The guy in the wheelchair is a buzzkill, so he ain't going with us. <laughs> like, no, they, they take a vote. You mean Wills Malone? They, they do a good workout or whatever the fuck they do, and they say, uh, who, you know, who's going to stay at the fucking camp, and who's going to go you know, have fun with us at Casino yeah. Land with fucking rednecks? And everybody's like, yeah, go get drunk. And then horror fucking ensues, yeah. man. Well, and, well, I think his response was, he's in training. That's why Wheels can't go to the drink fest. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's he's, correct. He's in training. He's, he's in, in training, training for he his arms. Side chick, yeah. chick who wouldn't lose. I mean, she wouldn't leave his fucking side. I mean, that shit was right in the dick. She was. Yeah, she was she, all. Was, up I think in he was his. trying to find every reason not to sleep with her. <laughs> no shit. I never fucking understood. Like, she wanted to run the hover round. There's a scene where <laughs> the, where they're talking, and she's like the one with the puck, and she's just fucking Bonnet. slutting it up. Like yeah. you'd think someone slipped her a hundred bucks. No shit. But she goes into her cabin to change her panties. Yeah. Yeah. She changed. Yeah. She changes like out these, these sexy black panties into the shit brown brown panties. Yeah. 
And she sprays perfume down there. Again, the warning about the bears. <laughs> so yeah, we yeah, come yeah. back to living in hygiene. <laughs> but, 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 Keep it clean, ladies. There's a bear <laughs> in the woods. Spring down, uh, spring down with the bear, changing your But everybody at the bar, I mean, fucking, what's his name? Stu, the fucking one nerdy, the goofy yeah. guy yeah, that's Ted. playing the video games all the time. Mm-hmm. He's all there fucking, what, drinking all these beers. Got He's all got the beer. a fucking stack in oh. front of him, like <laughs> yeah. 18 beers. He is shit house. He's trying to hit on the fucking Mexican barmaid. <laughs> <laughs> what's funny to think is the... Him wanting to get more drunk and asking if there's an hour after hours bar yeah, is the thing that saves his guy. life. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I will live to see. This is one of the few witnesses where excessive drinking actually gets Paid you off. saved in the movie. No well, shit, because you can imagine. It works for Jeff a lot. Yeah, totally. I'm still here, people. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah you you see what maybe equivalent of maybe six people actually live because they actually stay drinking at the fucking bar mm-hmm. so yeah. we have people that stay and vicky and her fucking dog of all fucking things are becoming like a main i situation. believe the dog's name was muffin muffin yeah, muffin. muffin or merlin muffin muffin, muffin. Okay. muffin. Yeah. yeah so we have this whole situation stupid fucking dog because <laughs> when uh, jeff and the other chick go check out camp they actually find the body of a dead dog and you think Muffin, because she's missing this yeah, whole yeah. time. Yeah. And here you go. You get a little, uh, maybe. And the chick with the hot fucking ass is oh, running God. around. Muffin! 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 Yeah, she's. Everywhere. And but and just and keep walking. Top Mickey Mouse shirt. Oh, oh, my goodness. She goes skinny dipping. I don't know. Under I don't understand why she. And Scott's hides her fucking clothes <laughs> so you even get more of fucking yeah, beach. She's looking for Muffin down by the lake. And no, all of a sudden. He was looking for Muffin. He was looking for Muff. <laughs> That was his nickname, Muff. I better keep these clothes further away from her. She decides to skinny dip, and that is a beautiful body. She jumps in the lake, and pervert Scott, the pop collar prick, fucking runs up, takes her clothes. She gets out of the water, and she's like, you know, he's fucking. Give me the clothes, Scott. This isn't funny. He's fucking with her to see some fucking titties (laughs) bouncing and that ass running after him. So he's throwing her like an article per 20 steps. Per mile. Then he gets hoisted up into this fucking yeah. wily Coyote snare. Yep. And he's like, go get me a fucking knife. He's Cut me down. down. I ought to let you hang, you pervert. And so... Like, she goes to her cabin to go get the knife. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. in the meantime, he's just hanging there. And he's like, it's about time. And all of a sudden, this hand grabs his hair and slices his fucking throat. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, shit's on. And then Terry comes back. You're lucky I'm going to cut you down, you pervert. And And? spins around, notices he's dead. She turns around. She doesn't get an on-screen death. She just gets a screen. Yeah, that's what throws me off a lot of the... Very weird. Yeah. Because, I mean, I would have loved to have seen her on-screen dead. Not that I... Never mind. That sounded weird. (laughs) (laughs) I would have loved to have seen her on-screen a little bit more. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. She was fucking hot, man. So but the curly-haired chick was way yeah, yeah, hotter. And we flash forward back to fucking wheelchair boy and fucking uh, panty girl. She goes all the way to her fucking car to get more shit, yet like a fucking comb. She yeah, I mean, was being careful dude, of the bears. She was just getting everything ready for this fucking wheelchair guy, right? She was going to turn him loose. He know? can't do much. He can only do two positions. He can but, stick a dildo up his ass and turn it on high vibrate. He's going to feel something. He's going to run a fucking mile. <laughs> he will be running. I'm, I'm pretty, I can get you to stand. I'm pretty sure she'll, do, she'll handle most of the work. <laughs> he was running. His nickname is going to be Hot Wheels. 
but then wheelchair boy burnout. Got, well, I forgot wheelchair boy's name. Burnout. He gets one of the fucking best fucking Friday 13th fucking deaths ever. I think one that they highlight in every uh, every fucking every film. Every flashback. Every flashback. They just highlight back to that. It is death. one of my favorite deaths he, in this movie. When he gets the machete to the fucking face. He looks like he takes like a fucking. Yeah, it's brutal, man. Yeah. And they actually had to cut footage from that. But he, but is it just me? But he actually went off the porch, down the stairs, down another flight of fucking, and down another flight of stairs. What the fuck, dude? It's that, like he took a ninety, a ninety, and kept going, man. He, that was like a Babe Ruth swing from fucking Voorhees. It really dude. was, man. Fucking, it chops his fucking right between the goddamn eyes. Dude, just like whap. And just the the sheer look on his face when he takes that hit. But the thing that makes me laugh was just like, off the porch, down the fucking uh, down the fucking uh, driveway, down the stairs. It's like they filmed that scene at the Exorcist stairs, like the endless steps. Like you're like, all right, this cabin's about. Now six or seven steps up. He rolls about 26 steps yeah. down. He goes like, you know, five flights of stairs. <laughs> yeah, like, they were filming a live-action Tom and Jerry episode in that, <laughs> that scenario. And we're good. <laughs> Who knows, but it is iconic. The rain, oh, the yeah. lightning, him rolling him, down like, the stairs backwards. backwards. Yeah. It's awesome. fucking cool. And all the time with this machete through his yeah, head. It's like, dude, that's damn. Like wicked death. It's cool. It's cool uh, cinematography. Like the, Whoever shot the cinematography did a really good job. In this movie, but on that death in particular, always stands out in this series to me. So then we go into the cabin, and then it's Jeff and Homegirl, who end up kind of kind of getting getting uh, almost a similar death compared to the death that takes place in uh, the first Friday the like the Kevin Bacon esque kind of mm-hmm. thing. Because I believe it's actually he uh, he gets the mask, he takes it off the spear, and he goes upstairs with the spear, mm-hmm. and he go ahead and just fucking kebabs both the fucking Jeff and the chick. Yeah. And that was fucking brutal as shit, too, because you actually see the spear actually enter the wood of the, the bottom behind the, underneath the bed. Yeah, stuff. it slams into the Probably floorboard. Probably one of my favorite deaths in that movie. That was brutal as <laughs> shit. And then uh, the Sandra is walking, or I think it's Sandra, but... Uh, Somebody is uh, walking up. Uh, uh, the chick's walking up to the stairs to find everybody. Like, okay, my handicap fuck is gone. Yeah, where? Where's Where's Mark. these other two? Jeff, where's he? Sandra, where are you? She walks upstairs puck. and she at? notices these bloody sheets, and she's just like, "What's What's this? That's what happens when you spray. <laughs> oh my god, he went there. <laughs> but she turns around. And we did warn you about the bears. Yes, she she comes up. Hey, Jeff and pulls the sheet and fucking this is the reveal of Jason. He sit this person sits up with a sack on their head. Yes. And like faster and shit. Fuck like yeah. boom, right in your face. And slashes her leg and she's like, ah and you see Jeff's hanging on the door the door. My name is a Jeff. <laughs> and and she's like, Oh my god. And then you see this bloody fingernail, you know, holding the knife coming at her, and you just see her reaction in the knife and then Bam! Stabs her. Like in the gut or something. Yeah. Like that, right? Everybody's dead at the camp. Yeah. And now we've got Ginny and Paul heading back. Finally. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Exquisite. This part, well, this whole next 20 like, minutes of this movie is exquisite. Yeah, because Paul's fucking initial reaction is like, why'd they leave all the fucking lights on? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that was his fucking big deal. He's pissed about you know, the like, electricity bill. Where the fuck is everybody? Bill. They left all the lights on. 
And uh, yeah, they do their little search and seizure fucking scene, mm-hmm. you know. And they start finding the blood and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything just escalates. But Jenny's smart. She's a you know a ballsy bitch because she's like fucking on the ball. She's like, don't go out there without me. Where are you going? What's yeah. going over there? And she's like, and she, and later in there, she does a big monologue of like how she believes the Jason lore, and all that stuff. You yeah, know? at the yeah. bar. Yeah, yeah, and it's really fucking cool. How what far- if he's just a frightened mongoloid, a, a full-grown man <laughs> retard, yeah, you know, running out there scared? Yeah. Like she's trying to sympathize with the myth. Yeah. And only to come back to, f- not find out just yet, but to. What the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, like she she's trying to rationalize like, oh, why well, Paul's just like her mother is nah. the only thing he ever knew, you know? Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they keep going cam you know, place to place and, and finally I don't know if the electricity goes out or if it's just in this one building, but Paul goes into this dark room. Yeah. And he's trying to find something and, and Jenny's just walking around, she's like, Paul, there's there's someone in this room. And you're seeing all these shadows in the corner of the Paul, there's, there's someone in this fucking room, yeah. <laughs> and this dude stands up with a spear, a spear, and right as Paul turns, he grabs it, and they wrestle around and fight, yeah. and it goes off screen, and you just see Jenny, and she's like, Paul, Paul, and you, the camera pans back to the the scene, you know, where everything's normal, and then Jason just and Jason stands pops up, up. Yeah. surprise motherfucker, it's like <laughs> she fucking bails, dude, run like I would run, I'd, Fuck, I'd yeah. have shit and piss in my pants, dude. I'd be gone. But what always throws me off is, like, right when the final girl's running, you see, like, the random, finally that body drops from the tree. Yeah. The reveal of that girl pops up, you know? I mean, it's like Jason has the fucking time to clean up. I hated and that. And set up these bodies for, like, the perfect final girl run. Trogs, like, man. Yeah, he's oh, like, these I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this obstacle so a course ready for this fucking bitch. You're right. <laughs> She's going to run here, dumb, here, dumb, here, dumb. here, and I'm going to pull each string just a, in time. B-C, I'm going to stuff the body here. But, uh, but, yeah, but Jenny does some smart shit in this movie. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, I, I've never seen in a horror movie where the chick just boots a the killer in the balls yeah, hard. Yeah, she like, she hides in the yeah. tree and she's realizing, oh my God, this is real. Like She yeah. holds her hand over her mouth. And it's it's the point where she realizes this isn't a fucking legend. Yeah. Jason comes fucking running around the corner. And she just steps out and blasts his balls into space. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was a mongoloid or not. You're grabbing your dick and you're going out. Yeah. He falls Wolf in man's that. Wolfman's <laughs> Exactly. That's something I like about this. Jason feels pain in this movie. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he gets kicked. He falls back and falls down. Oh, my God. I don't to shit on anybody's Jason well, 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 idea. Well, but this is pre-Romero's. Jason. So yeah, to, like I said, not to shit on anybody's idea of Jason, but in, in Friday Thirteenth Two, he's pretty much like you know he's fucking, human. That and he's just like fucking redneck with sack on face. You know, he's pretty yeah. much just like coveralls, plaid shirt, and fucking yeah. He's got an assortment of uh, farm tools and yeah. banjos. He's pretty much a, a, an extra for wrong turn or something. Like that. <laughs> these, these great. He was the original. He's wrong turn patient zero. <laughs> exactly. These great chases and start happening. She's running, and they keep cutting to her, cutting to Jason running through the woods. It's dimly lit. It's such a cool, oh, yeah, yeah, cool yeah. cinematography during that well, scene. And well, earlier in the film, uh, we're introduced to Jason's hut with the cop. Correct. Yeah. We and, skipped over that. And, there, but. and there's a scene where you know the cop goes inside and he opens up the store and you don't oh see what's inside. God. And the cop is. The yeah. cop was like, like he's he's freaked out, and you see Jason coming from behind him, kills the cop, cop killer, NWA motherfucker, was <laughs> Said, and then he takes him out, and then but we don't know what's in that room. We see yeah. a door open, yeah, because he opens the yeah, and we, we the don't know what's in there. Room. So uh, 
later on when Jenny's running through the woods and you know being chased by uh, by Jason, she finds his little shack, his little shit shack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when we get the full reveal it's of a cool fucking reveal. What's yeah, it is. behind the door? With the big reveal, and uh, well, it's not a, a fridge anymore. It's a, a podium, a, a stage, and everything of his mama's head. Yeah, yeah the and, sweater and a sweater. And now that killed his yeah. mom. The There's something important here. Not a lot of people see because the bathroom. It, you know, non-Blu-ray. Jason's bathroom. <laughs> Jason's bathroom <laughs> needs a cleaning, <laughs> dude. It's okay, a that freaked me out. I didn't see any TP in there. There was no TP, and that ter- toilet was fucking. Dude. Turd fresh dirty. Like <laughs> it was fucking gross. But there's a point Get in tidy bowl. when when they when they show at the end when they show the mother's head on the, the wood stump mm-hmm. and the sweater, you can actually see Alice's corpse. Oh wow. Yes. Yeah. It it took a long time. Actually when the digital high definition transfer came out, someone spotted it. They took a screenshot. And that's how you know how much time has separated this. Alice is now like Badly decomposed Fuck skeleton, now, but there's a pick through the temple. Yeah, it's like the body's like around the, the base of the dead giveaway. The base of the thing. And it should be said, all the friends of hers and all the camp counselors are stacked around this podium yeah. like a fucking morbid shrine. Kind of like an offering to to uh, Jason's mom. mom. Yeah, and she's mm-hmm. running. You know, she runs and finds this place, and oh my god! And she locks the door behind her because in the background window she sees Jason mm-hmm. running up towards. Ah! Runs in, shuts the door, locks it. And this is where the child psychology comes in. She puts on the mother's sweater. Yeah. Yeah. And she's looking at the fucking decomposed head to situate her hair. hair. Yeah. And And she grabs the machete and puts it behind her back. And Jason this whole time is... Pickaxing the fucking door. Yeah, banging the shit out of it. Don't touch my mama. Don't touch my mama. And as he gets through, she's got it all, you know, her hair pulled back and the sweater on. She goes, Jason! And he stops. It's okay, Jason. You've done real well. Yeah. And Mama, Mommy is pleased. Mommy is pleased. And Jason kind of does like this Michael Myers head tilt. Like, yeah. Is I, that you? What the hell? Like, And you, then we get the the kind of black and white. No, not black and white, but we get the little fucking fade in, fade out of between. Of Pamela. Yeah, Pamela. She came back for this movie yeah, just yeah, to do that. Jason, mother's talking to you. Jason, mother <laughs> is talking to you. I love how we go back and forth between Jenny and Pamela. Yeah, it's really cool. That's like fun. It, it's uh until he looks down. Yeah, she, she he she tells him to kneel down. Kneel down, Jason. He does. He, he drops down to his knees looking up at her and like she, a good little boy. she I have a reaches for back you. to swing. And as she's he she moves her and body. And she's coming just back for this to the left. Yeah. As she comes back for this home run Barry Bond swing, he sees his mother's head and he looks up at her and he puts his pick ass Pick ass and pick axe in front of the blade. Pick ass. Pick and ass. <laughs> Boom. For the record. And the block is made. Five the block's it. made. Uh, he notices, obviously, this is my mother, and that's when Paul comes up. Jenny! I'm still alive! <laughs> they start fighting together. And, and, Jenny, and the shack collapses, and like real theatrically, like, <laughs> yeah. like the pillars of hell are being brought down around them. They hit two walls. <laughs> <That's Yeah. it. laughs> I'm like, where do the hell fucking is this 4x4 four four yeah. falling from? This thing ain't put up by 4x4s. Four that's a foundation beam right there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, dude. And, and all, you know, dust is flying, all that stuff. And, and Paul and, and Jason are fighting to the death. And, uh, yeah, I mean. And, she, and she, Jenny gets that one sick hit. Slack right the fuck, right through the collarbone into almost heart area. Yep. Yeah. And and Jason's down for the count. 
collapses. Paul and Jenny run back to the cabin. Jenny's got a cut open leg. Paul's got a little gash on his forehead. She's sitting on the cabin. They hear these sounds. And Paul's sitting there with a, a, a handle of a shovel. Yeah. And he's ready to open the door, ready to bash the fuck out of it. He opens it up. It's Muffin. But, yeah, but there you the are, dog muffin. is wearing a different colored headband. I noticed that. When That's the dog continuity. Was, it was blue, when the so, dog returned, it was purple. So Jason had time. Yeah, Jason does, yes. you know, dog. He does, like, dog grooming. Wow. Oh, side. <laughs> dog it's grooming. a side job Jason had. He does. So... Prior they, to shack building. They open the yeah. door. Everybody and thinks it's building. fine. Paul drops his handle. And, <laughs> muffin. And, yeah. Jenny's <laughs> <and laughs> like, come here, Muffin. And bam, the window Boosh. behind her, out comes Jason without the potato sack yeah. on his head. Yep. He is fucked up looking, scary as shit. Long haired. Mongoloid, ginger looking bastard. Oh, he's scary as fuck. Like, when I first saw this, it terrified me to rewatch this movie yeah. like i was just like Ugh. Yeah. like this mongoloid is pissed and yeah. he's got long head yeah. and it looks like terrified someone... the actress too yeah, yeah i mean that, no like, her, seen her, like her reaction went during that shot was genuine yeah they didn't give her a countdown nice and uh uh the stunt man actually whapped his fucking head really hard Ouch. During the first time he tried it, like because you can see, you know, you just yeah, got an yeah, eye hole in yeah. a paper sack. Um, so he grabs her, and it's this long, slow motion fucking shot of him pulling her out the window, and then flash white. Jenny wakes up, and ambu- she's strapped into a, a gurney, getting loaded into an ambulance. And she, where's Paul? Yep. Where's Paul? And the movie kind of ends like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, nobody to this day still knows what happened to Paul. Yeah, he kind of throws you for the shit storm. I'm, I'm sure one. what happens, Jason. Grab Paul. Tell him you're going to build me a new shack. Go <laughs> back out to the woods. I want foundation. I want a. I want a pool. Yeah. I want running water. You a fucked fan. up my toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I want a fan. Maybe a chair and a, maybe a sofa. I need more fabric for these ribbons. Maybe some, hung- some maybe some bear traps. Some some hunger man. Dinners. I'd just be asking for some nails because that motherfucking shed came down quick. No shit, it did. <laughs> Like if there's gale force winds, <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. We're gonna have to worry about I want Jason. Some gutters, some so like some storm shutters. I want a basement, <laughs> a peanut butter. So Paul eventually died day two of the fucking rebuild. You <laughs> <laughs> did it some wrong. Some funyuns. <laughs> so it ends there, and uh, we start part three. In Friday Thirteen Part Three, I mean, Paramount kind of. Originally thought this would be the the last final final fucking thing. Yeah, they were pulling all the gimmicks. Yeah, yeah. supposed so, to be three D. Three D was a big deal then, so they went full on balls to the wall and they went ahead and filmed it in three D. In three D, I think it was one of their first uh, their the first three D movies uh, since the nineteen fifties. Wow. Yeah, I think yeah. the last one was Creature, if I'm not Creature, Creature or House on Haunted, or not House Thirteen Ghosts. But it was just by, like, by chance it became like a big thing again. I guess with like uh, Jaws and stuff like that. I guess maybe becoming out around I'm that time. I'm not sure if Jaws was later or not. Because this is uh, August 13th, 1982. So when this actually releases, I mean, you're literally talking a year later. Almost yeah, like later. very right on the dot. And Steve Miner returns to direct. So this is actually pretty cool because we've yet to see anybody like Savini or Mr. Cunningham come back to return mm-hmm. to Crystal Lake. So this plot goes really quick and fast. This is actually days after the events of the previous film. 
Actually, actually, one day. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is the next day. So yeah. Jason seriously injured, injured from the encounter from the lakefront store to find clothes and a replacement mask. What? What? Are they, I feel like this little synopsis is a little off. No, no, it's it's right, because he walks up, the people are doing laundry yeah, at take, the store. Yeah, he takes laundry stuff. Uh, and even though... Because that part three, it starts with the, the storekeeper. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. It's kind of weird because when, like... Because it was, like, the bitchiest fucking storekeeper boss you could ever Oh, want. man, she was a hag. Oh, man. She if was, I was that guy, I would have fucking... Yeah, that's why he was eating... I would have fed her to no, that rabbit. Yeah, he's, he's grabbing the rabbit, then, but then he's eating fucking, like, peanuts. And then he's eating, like, donuts, <laughs> chocolate donuts. Donuts. Like, she's telling me, don't eat donuts, you're getting fat. Yeah. Don't eat donuts, you're getting fat. The doctor said, yo... And oh, I can't and like, take he, it. You know, like he's like, you know, he's enjoying his rabbits and his donuts. Don't don't pet that thing. You're, you're gonna get sick. And then he goes into the barn. He's gonna put the rabbit up, and then he, lo and behold, all the fucking rabbits in the pen are just are dead. dead. And there's a snake in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird ass 3D? Yeah, they do that so much during this film. Friday Thirteenth 3D, where you see fishing line everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> oh, I everywhere. Love, I love the scene that later comes out with like, it'll be a good idea to get popcorn coming at you. Yeah, like, they put so the much fuck? gimmicky shit in this movie, but Yo-yos. it is an important film. Yeah. it is for this for this series. Yeah. So the laundry's being hung up. He's in the barn. He's the rabbits, a snake, all that stuff. Then. From being scared the shit out of him, he literally gets the shit scared out of him. So he hauls ass to the house, <laughs> and he goes to take a big shit in the because, bathroom. Yeah, so he's taking a shit. He's reading a magazine or whatnot. He's checking his shelves and stuff. And lo and behold, he starts checking out these pins. And then through the chicken wire comes the fucking grab and the kill yeah. of the storekeeper. The yeah, first kill. A whap. And the girl's like, the the, the bitchy lady's fucking watching like TV really fucking loud volume. Yeah, she's watching the news on what happened at Crystal Lake. Exactly. That's not far from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they reported however many murders and whatnot. And but what draws her up and out? I forget about that part. She hears the whap. Yeah. Earl getting hit in the chest oh, okay, with the meat you. cleaver. And she Earl? Or Earl, I think his name's Earl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't I remember. I think it's Earl. Uh, but she. Uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Hanks. <laughs> right. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> but she hears. Uh, here's the Harold. The cremo- Harold. There Harold. you go. Okay. She hears the commotion and she uh, gets up to go check on Harold. She uh, walks into the freezer. Is it the it, freezer or is it? it, it he stabs her through a door somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a little opening in a door. Yeah. I was always kind of confused by the cinematography. Cinematography in this one's not as good well, as it was in part uh, uh, two. And, and she gets stabbed in the back of the head with a knitting e- uh, needle. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, because she notices one of her needles are missing. She's like, where's the needle at? Oh, that's and correct. She's, like, she's looking around. Yeah. yeah. And, and then uh, a mouse, like, climbs out on yeah. a rod directly at the, yeah, camera. the camera. It's 3D. Ooh. 3D. That looks terrible. Fishing <laughs> like, wire. Like, even with the 3D glasses on, this movie gives me a fucking migraine whenever I watch it 3D. Yeah, because it's your old school blue and, blue and red. Blue and red. Blue and red. Yeah, God yeah. damn it. It just drives me fucking nuts. But uh, anyways, yeah, Jason stole clothes. Jason got some food. Jason kept a rabbit. Uh, <laughs> Apparently got some fishing wire to soap that that giant cut he got in his collarbone. Yeah, I mean, and get a haircut. And yeah, a haircut. it is the next day. They are reporting it on the news. It is the next day, and he is perfectly healed, and he's grown about a foot and a half. Oh yeah, and he shaved his head, and he got new clothes. Nice from a guy who is about two feet 
shorter than he is. Like, <laughs> so like, I, I don't know he must be right. drinking that bad. Hey, he loves Dickies, but they don't stretch that far. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I eat a lot. <laughs> but uh, get some donuts and some rabbits. We get introduced to a whole new set of people that are going out to a, a, a house that I guess. And, and this is where it kind of threw me because you get introduced to Andy and her fucking his his girlfriend Debbie who's fucking pregnant. You know, they're very yeah. sexual. She's that's, fucking hot, and though. That's what, I, that's what I noticed when they're, they're in the car. They're like, oh, yeah, I can't do that. I'm pregnant. Yeah. I, this and this, and I'm pregnant. Let's go smoke. Yeah, but right in the backseat, you got fucking Chuck and Chili and fucking Tommy Chong and fucking Homegirl yeah. fucking smoking dope left and right. You want to hit this? Yeah. You know what, though? The pregnant chick drinks beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She did. She did. She asked for a beer later on in this movie. She said, hey, give me a beer. And then maybe she was changed near beer. But huh? Maybe it was near beer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I mean, know if that was a thing in the 80s. I, I, guess, then, I guess Planned Parenthood wasn't a thing back then for her. Well, they probably just didn't know the effects of alcohol and tobacco. They're getting chased by a mongoloid. I'm but you sure can't Pamela, smoke weed pregnant. Oh, yeah, no. I'm pretty they sure Pamela Voorhees uh, shitloads of weed in this fucking film. They really do. God damn. They're blowing fucking... Uh, there's what makes me laugh is they actually do it like Shelly gets introduced and they go pick up the the Hispanic who's fucking, the prankster oh man who's just like the fucking yeah he's very non-essential but essential right they go pick up the Chicana they pick up the Chicana Vera and they Ooh. look back Vera? oh no the Vera. van's yeah, on Vera. fire <laughs> hey oh. guys oh, Scooby snack yeah <laughs> but what makes me laugh is when they think they're gonna get pulled over and they just start eating all the fucking weed <laughs> yeah that part's and good and I like her excuse I can't eat it I'm pregnant yeah but hand me a beer. Yeah, I can and drink. a cigarette. Yeah, drink this down. <laughs> but, Cigarello. Uh, yeah, you get introduced to all these fucking ragtag fucking group of fucking weirdos, and you're like, where the fuck is this going to go? I don't even know why 21, 22-year-olds are friends with 49-year-old, 50-year-old stoners. I guess, I guess yeah. better weed? They know where the good weed is. The aged weed. Fuck, I have a hard time at 35 trying to find weed. <laughs> <laughs> Lo and behold, Chuck and Chili. Come on, man, you're all the stuff. The cops are there. <laughs> but where the fuck are they going and what are they doing? They're going to Crystal Lake, but it's this old house that the main character, uh, uh, fuck, what's her name? Uh, I can't remember. She She owns it. They're going out there to have a little chill party on the lake. Chris. Uh, Chris. Uh, she uh, goes out there, brings her friends. She's got to get over something that happened to her a while back. It's yeah, hinted at. Yeah, yeah, Because you don't know if she's been attacked by fucking Jason. Again, or? it's almost like fucking yeah. Alice from part one. I've got to go back to the location to face my fears. I forgot about that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's a very weird story oh, about Jason. Yeah. It's very oh, fucking This like, is where things get a little bit creepy. Jason yeah. Raper. Did Jason rape well, somebody? Yeah, he is a, he is a, uh, he is a teenager. He goes very fucking like that one scene with the chick from Gremlins, you know? She tells that real traumatic story. You don't know what the fuck the bitch is <laughs> talking about. And that's why I hate Christmas. <laughs> there you go. Right? Something, something like this one, like she was almost killed by Jason, but then... He raped her. Yeah, because he had to have. He's in his teens. Well, because the, the dickhead that drives the Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. Yeah, like because I remember like the whole big scene with Shelly and and Vera go into town to buy groceries mm-hmm. and they meet the biker gang, the ragtag fucking trio of like the fucking one <laughs> chick and you know it's like Roach Spike and fucking Shelly or something like that. You know, no, it's like, Roach Spike and Fox. Yeah, there you go, Fikes. Ali, Fox. Fox, and Loco. Oh God. It's not the same thing. <laughs> Wait, well, why do they call the Gringo Loco? 
<laughs> because he goes, and he smokes cigarettes around siphoning gas. <laughs> yeah. God, still, I don't that, think he had one fucking line other than grunts, yeah, and barks and death. Was, God damn it, Fox! Yeah. He has to go chase up or chase up the ladder with it. Oh, it's, I mean, he, can you have a, a, a cigarette you put out in your mouth the whole fucking movie? And it's like pretty much what Loco got to do every time. Yeah. Every time you see him, he's got this fucking rolled cigarette in his mouth, and it's always out. Yeah. I, like I think one. he got like two puffs. He's, he, he's just <laughs> looking the part. He's a poser. Yeah. But what's funny is that, uh, you know, uh, Shelly throws Vera the, the wallet and yep. uh, it falls and hits the ground and Fox steps on it. It's like, say yes, ma'am, if you want the wallet back or something like is that. Is this your rubber? <laughs> <laughs> and there's so much unique shit with the bikers. It makes me laugh so fucking much. And then, uh, you know, Shelly stands up to the biker gang outside because he inadvertently pulls a fucking Pee Wee Herman and knocks down the bike. <laughs> they went too far this time. <laughs> they gone too far. They, you see you see my Jew, my, my, my fro? You see my fro? The perm is walking out. I want to take care of this biker right now. Loco, let's go. He's so bad in this, man. Like, Shelly's one of those characters that everybody fucking hates. Yeah, you love to hate him. Like, it, like... I don't know. Because on Chris, he, you know, she's like there obviously because of fucking mental distress and shit. And here he goes like fucking posing as a dead body in the fucking uh, closet and shit at the very fucking beginning. <laughs> it's like, oh, this this briefcase has all my little tricks of the trade. And I was like, what the fuck is this dickhead? I'm just curious. Who invited him? Yeah. His well, buddy. No, the uh, pregnant the, bitch. Yeah. The yeah. pregnant bitch is fucking uh, a boyfriend. She was like, oh, we're going to hook you up with this guy. And Vera was like the guy that they're going to, the chick, she was going to hook the guy. Whatever. Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Andy invited Good him. job, Andy. Yeah, he's supposed to hook her, uh, hook Shelly up with Vera. Yeah. And uh, she sees one look at his fat fucking fro fat ass, <laughs> and she's like, uh, you're my date? And he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. No but, wingman uh, alive can help with that one. No, I mean, no. you got a goddamn six-inch fro, yeah. and you're fucking about 300 pounds. And I when mean, he, a little he, less. And he, he got a little face when he stood up to the bikers, and she was kind of like, you know, I do like you. But, she was impressed. But yeah. you're such impressed. a dick. You're yeah. such a she's stupid like, quit fuck. Quit being an them. asshole. Get a comb. Yeah. Get some hair gel. I'll think about it. Yeah. Change your A straightener. Room. This is the 80s, motherfucker. Yeah. And Joe from fucking Shelly. Okay. looks. It don't matter. Now, this okay. movie did pretty fucking well at box office standards. I mean, and that's what made Paramount because originally this was supposed to be the end. Yeah, it was, and it, it was made for two and a half million or two point two five million, but it made thirty seven. Yeah, that's good money. Fuck yeah, mm-hmm. not a great return, well, but I, still, it's great money. But we owe all of this to Shelly. I'm sorry, Shelly made this fucking possible. Okay, there's a scene because <laughs> Chris. She did all the best she could with her fucking bullshit fucking subplot of, like, you know, what the fuck? She was, like, saw a fucking rugged man. And right. he attacked her. And yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah. But I can't remember how I got away from him. I woke up in my bed. And that's <laughs> it. Like, okay. What the fuck? There's something that happened. Like, yeah. Jason didn't just drag you until you passed out and go, eh, this bitch is dead. Yeah. Like, it doesn't happen that way. He poked she her with his machete. She don't yeah, know. he poked her with something. I made her a ribbon. <laughs> Yeah, right. I saw a muffin and I saw lost interest. I saw, I saw her muffin. It had purple ribbon. Yeah. Per- uh, there whoa. There <laughs> but this uh, is I like the, turtles. This is important just because Jason gets his hockey mask. He gets his iconic. Because uh. Vera kind of loses it. And you see Chuck and Chili go one way and Andy and fucking uh, 
the pregnant chick go in another bedroom. So everybody's kind of off in their own world. They got the hammock. They oh yeah, I forgot the fucking hammock. Oh my god, yeah. the how are we supposed to do this in the hammock? Which is like oh, you'll figure it? out something. Yeah. Was that you or was that the hammock? I, I, I think it was the hammock. And the, it, what's funny is Debbie's played by Tracy Salvage, who actually became a huge reporter for Fox News. Nice. Like, she hates talking about Friday 13th. Tough. But, yeah, get real, lady. Yeah. Like, you showed your tits and you were hot and, like, and you're, you're responsible you're drinking for... while pregnant, so you yeah. owned it. You own yeah. it. Yeah. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I first saw this movie, I thought that she, I thought that was the same chick. That was Aunt Becky from uh, Full House. Oh, that would have been a dream. I thought it was Wolf. for the longest time. But then I was like, nah. Have mercy. No, she <laughs> she was starring in a movie called Rat at this time. No shit. Oh, which was exquisite. Yeah. Don't matter. <laughs> Don't matter. All right. Hand but yeah, hand. Jason oh. gets his iconic yeah. hockey mask. And as, as Aaron stated earlier, I actually know how this happened. They were doing kind of the John Carpenter thing. Oh, let's buy masks from Halloween stores and see what's the scariest. It just so happened that one of the crewmen was a fucking huge hockey fan. Nice. And he had a hockey mask. That's it. That was it? It was all happened. Because Vera kind of shuts down Shelly. Yeah. She goes to the fucking pier or the, the little dock to, like, you know, wet her fucking feet in the dock. And then, you know, yeah. Shelly pops out of the water with the harpoon gun of all things. Yeah. And a hockey and a mask. Hockey mask. And a, Not even scuba. And a fucking, uh, yeah, scuba suit or some shit. A wetsuit on. And he's just laughing his ass off because he scared the shit out of Vera. And she goes, you're an asshole. Yeah. You're an asshole. I have to be. That's all I have. That's all I have. This and this, and this nutter butter candy bar. <laughs> and then, of all things, to go to go sulk. Where does this cocksucker go to go sulk? He goes walks into the fucking barn of fucking doom. This movie has the most unique fucking barn since everybody in the fucking film practically dies in the fucking thing. They do. Takes out the fucking biker gang who's siphoning gas from the van to fucking pay back fucking Shelly and their super shit. Because originally they were supposed to burn down the barn. Yeah. I mean, fucking With, with the gas they steal. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. goes horrifically wrong because stupid bitch is fucking frolicking on the goddamn rope. It <laughs> leads to her I'm fucking death. i good. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Loco. Loco goes in there. What the fuck you doing up there, Fox? He finally had words. Yeah. That wasn't grunts. Goes up there with the fucking half Siggy in his fucking stomach. I mean, in his mouth. In his stomach. Put it in his belly button for safe storage. Then he gets a pitchfork in the gut. And then then fucking Loco falls on fucking homeboy downstairs. And then you don't really see his death. Yeah. Which alludes more into... All he gets knocked out. He swings at Jason. Jason punches him and... Out cold. Yeah. He goes glass show and just goes flying across the room. Yeah. yeah. So everybody's dying in this fucking barn, and here goes Shelly, lo and behold, into the fucking barn. <laughs> Where does he put down the fucking mask and the harpoon gun? He doesn't. He doesn't. So no, what, so it never shows where Jason directly takes it takes off it him. from him. The next scene you see is Shelly going into the barn. He kind of looks around in awe. Burr. It cuts away to Chili and Homie popping the popcorn. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, three D, <laughs> right at the screen. If you didn't know, Woo. and then uh, uh, Chili is the chick's name. Yeah, was Stoner Chili chick? was the chicken. I think Chuck- she's standing in the kitchen, you know, doing the popcorn thing. And uh, Chuck goes to check on the breaker because the power went out. Yeah, yeah. you will be and a then man. Stelly shumbles, stumbles in. He's got his throat just wide oh, the fuck Chili's open. just fucking, what the fuck? And ever. she's like, yeah, knock it off. It's not funny because he's the prankster. And, yeah. uh, lo and behold, you always know it's his throat's really slashed. But uh, 
it's one of it's, it was one of those deaths I was like kind of found the most dissatisfying. Right. You want like this guy was being annoying dick the entire movie, and you don't get that payoff with his death. I uh, wanted him to get a red hot poker right up the fucking ass. Yeah, how annoying yeah, I want, this dude I want is. Some cannibal Holocaust fucking death <laughs> right? on that piece of shit. Like how does Jason survive? He eats fat people. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be good. I'll be with good. Bacon? To, with bacon. That is the bacon. <laughs> that is the bacon. <laughs> he just, Shelly's the bacon. He's, like, he's still going kosher. He's still going to like Jason Ten on that fucking mill. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's your happy. But man. somewhere in there, he grabs the mask and uh, and the harpoon gun. Yeah, and uh, oh, dude, because Vera fucking eats it. She's looking through the wallet. She eats it bad, and dude. she drops the wallet, and she's trying to reach for, it, and she gets in yeah. the water to grab it. I'm sorry, Shelly. Yeah, she's just staring at fucking. And this. we get the first glimpse oh, of Jason man. in the hockey mask. He just. Pulls off that walk. He's walking out with a harpoon gun. (laughs) Harpoon to the face, Vera. (laughs) (laughs) He walks out, and she's just like, Hey, I dropped your wallet. I'm sorry. And he's like... <laughs> Pops her right in the fucking eyeball with a goddamn wire? harpoon. Oh, oh that's fishing like wire. That's the first for days. and last time he shoots something in that. Oh movie. man, it, it was a bullseye yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. Part eight was the next time. Yeah, part eight was, was, the, was the next harpoon. Yeah. But uh, bullseye shot. We'll get into that. You, you hold on to that skill. Well, like actually shooting something. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was part mm-hmm. eight with the with man. The but that was a beautiful shot right in the fucking eye. Wow. <laughs> like those archery lessons paid off. Echo in Mexico. My name is Jeff. <laughs> but uh, he, di- Jason, turns around from the dock and he notices, oh, there's a party going on inside this motherfucking house behind me. And then he hunts down Chuck and like trying to change the fucking fuse. Yeah, he sees like the nudie picture of the chicken. Pretty cool, man. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he fucking gets the lights on. He throws the lever up. I love that reveal. Oh, dude. I do like that reveal. Out of all the, this thing does. This movie does a lot wrong. Yeah. Uh, it's not my favorite of the series. It's actually at the bottom, but where Jason appears, like when he walks out of the pier, and when Chuck is down this dark basement looking at nudie, saying "Far out" and throws a breaker jason's standing right behind him it's fucking cool reveals man like that's all i can oh, say dude, that's yeah. good about this film is mm-hmm. the reveals of Voorhees fucking work pretty oh, well the stories him. couldn't give a fuck the yeah. characters don't give a shit but jason gets his iconic shit from this movie so it's kind yeah, of a must watch i think it's why I think, I think paramount thought it was gonna bomb but it did so well because you did solidify a fucking look you did solidify yeah. A stature and all that kind of cool shit that should go with a badass slasher. And it did it for Jason in this movie. Mm-hmm. It really did. Like, they thought this was going to be the end. And once he got the hockey mask, fans were rabid yeah, to get dude. him back. And they were just like, is it serious? Yeah. <laughs> really? We just introduced that as, like, we didn't have anything else. Yeah. They, some but, but, dude threw it on the set and they fucking used it. Yeah, we didn't have a sec. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he lost all of his hair and we didn't have a sack fuck that it. means two things after that boot in the second movie he didn't have a sack yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I understood that reference so uh, he goes and visits uh, Chili realizes that Shelly's actually fucking dead because he touches the fucking blood at his throat and all fucking hell ensues for Chili because uh, she ends up getting the fucking other and she dies that fire poker I mentioned, yeah. it goes into the wrong Sizzle person. Sizzle and pop. <laughs> yeah, it goes into the wrong person. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it really builds for all the fucking shit that goes on to fucking chick that does not know why the fuck she was tormented by a fucking guy who did not do anything to her. 
And that's really the big thing that I really didn't get with Chris's character. She didn't really have a great origin story to really mm-hmm. give a fuck about Chris at all. She was no Alice. No, dude, no. not far from not it. Not even a Jenny. Yeah, because seeing her last and actually come out of this shit was really a big downer because at the end of everything, you kind of see that fucking... St- it was very Adrian King ending yeah. for for uh, Chris's character. Another dream, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, got, well, it kind of reversed the, the ending of part one because you get the the big battle in the barn. Yeah, she thinks she killed him with the noose. He hangs, and she goes to the door, and she opens the door, and, and Sloth and, takes off the mask. Yeah. <laughs> but he goes like, hey, you guys," and brings it back down. Yeah, he smiles. He brings up the curtain. And he brings it back down. Yeah, they had to show faces. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what it was. And he pulls 80s. his body up, takes the noose off, and the attack goes on. But then, lo and behold, biker guy has been in the fucking closet taking pisses and shit for the past fucking couple <laughs> yeah. of hours. How about fucking just knock me out? I'm, I'm going to fight this here. guy again. I'm good for round two. Mayweather time. <laughs> <laughs> Mayweather, I'm going to hug you, baby. <laughs> And then he gets eaten like a fucking... He does nothing. Yeah. He jumps out of nowhere, goes, Hey, motherfucker, turns turns Jason around to meet a machete to the hand. Yep. And then fucking Jason just... I mean, Jason cuts the fuck out of this meat. Yeah. He fucking... Whap. 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 The sad part is that the girl's just sitting there watching it and not running. Yeah. He's, he could. He was decoy. He was decoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Move, bitch. No, no, she fucking found an axe. A doll axe. Yep. But uh, Jason turns around to meet a goddamn hatchet right to the fucking forehead. Direct delivery. Yep. Ow. Nights out, well, that's one of the, One of the more iconic scenes in that movie was like, he, he gets the axe to the head and then he just... Zombie his arms out. Grabs, yeah. grabs, grabs off for the uh, Chris... 3D <laughs> effect. <laughs> yeah, Jason's coming at you. And then falls down. Yeah, he just falls down dead, and she goes, yeah, be alive. And where's that canoe? <laughs> Again. Again with the canoe. Again with the canoe. Again. But so then she has her fucking freakout dream, and she sees, he's like Jason without the mask going, hey. Like, it, through a window in the house. Like, what are you he's doing? He's in the house looking at her. Oh, her. That's my canoe. <laughs> Runs down, breaks through the door. I'm going to get you. <laughs> I better, Tickle monster. <laughs> she's trying to move tree limbs out to go further down lake. <laughs> you know, a lake fuck? that's only six feet wide, yeah, might yeah, I add. Yeah. Like, it's a puddle. <laughs> like, but, but she's moving tree limbs and she's trying to get away. <laughs> Tickle monster. <laughs> but, but, uh, and she looks back and he's not there. The door's not broken. The door's not broken. Nope. Is this my imagination? What's going on? Uh-huh. And, and then, then a reanimated... Miss Voorhees. And then Ari Lehman comes out of the water as Mrs. Voorhees <laughs> yeah. to grab him, grab her. Yeah, they. Like Miss Voorhees. One of the funny theories I got from from that movie was it was probably Jenny, just as uh, Pamela Voorhees. I don't know if that was like that was an official. That would be funny. No, no, it was, was an, weird... it was an older lady, act, actress wise. I don't know what they meant by story wise. Jenny don't lose. Jenny didn't die. Number. She didn't yeah. die. She no. survived. Uh, that was that was just like a, a fan theory that I heard that was disproven. Well, that but. fan was wrong. Some of you fans need to pay attention. <laughs> yes. That's not a fun rumor. Because <laughs> they, they were just trying to explain, like, wait, why does Pamela Voorhees have her head? Her head reattached. And her sweater. And her sweater. Yeah. And a body. <laughs> like her was, body's buried. It, it she was Jenny. No body. No, it, it it ends like this. Seriously, one was one of the most dissatisfying movies she comes out of, of these like, first three. She's crazy, loopy bitch in the back of fucking you know cop car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like good. it ends with the sheriff putting her in the car, and she's like, yeah, 
yeah, screaming and going all fucking ape and, shit. And Jason's lightless body or lippies. Yeah, like, like yeah, he's yeah, laying, just laying there. They're, That's they're, a cool yeah, catch. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're loading uh, Jason's body up on the gurney and everything. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. No, no, it's oh, just okay. a, it's just the body in the barn. Yeah, he's oh. just laying there with a yeah, fucking like, axe sticking like, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like the last scene of the movie, and then cue the the disco new wave. Yeah. It's Chuck music time. Fucking terrible, dude. Yeah, I don't think Friday Thirteenth Three is gonna be like a fucking quick selling soundtrack. No, it's, I don't know. I, you know what? If Waxwork can do it, then yeah. we'll make it happen. I would buy it. Fuck it, don't. I would buy it just because it's a cool disco, oh, like Delic, brother. But it's like, dude, disco was fucking dead. It better come with. Chuck it was and dead in '83. Are, are you sure yeah. it was? It, it was. It was a new wave. That no, that's disco. Around? I listened to fucking. New wave. Yeah, really that, like, you buy this no. album from Waxwork, you get Danny Partridge for free. Boom! I'll stop the world, and <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's new wave. That's new wave. We're like new. Getting better. No, sorry. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> this movie's these. This series not getting yeah, better yeah, all the time. Yeah. It kind of. Yeah, it hits a dead fucking note in part three. It really does. It, I mean, it's not the best. They actually replay a lot of deaths that you've seen. They pretty much. Whatever Savini pulled off, like the Kevin Bacon scene, it kind of gets played out in part two and three. They yeah. actually copy the fucking death. With, with part the, three, they with, directly. With the pregnant girl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they do it yeah. almost shock And Jason shot. kills a pregnant bitch. And there you What's go. What's up with that? That bitch was drinking beer. <laughs> That's her choice. Death. It's going to end up like me. <laughs> I mean, like Jason. <laughs> to the exactly. <laughs> To the muffin factories. <laughs> so this, muffin. this definitely is not one of my favorites of the series, man. Uh, um, if if we're gonna wrap this up and talk about our favorite kills for the first few, yeah, oh, the wheelchair uh, one is definitely a big draw for top. me. Yeah, top yeah, out, out of that. But out of the part one, two, and three, I don't revisit them too much for just the pure sure thing. Is like part one's more of the whodunit. Part two for me is more of a mongoloid, and part three for me is just kind of like it didn't really work to the effect that I wish it would. I mean, is a a, a gentle introduction to Voorhees or Jason as a fucking hockey mask Jason. Yeah. It doesn't really go beyond that for me. It's only important because he gets his hockey mask. Yeah. It's the yeah. only thing uh, part three brings to the table. And a key death for you would might be, be for the part one, two, and three? Uh, I'd agree. Fucking the dude getting the fucking whap in the face with the machete and rolling down the stairs. That's fun. It's awesome. Uh, behind that, God... Part three actually has a death that I really fucking like, and that's where the dude's doing the handstands. And he just fucking oh, divides yeah. and conquers his ass. Twap right between the old fucking huckleberries. The camera goes like <laughs> under the glass. Yeah, it's it's a fucking cool. Th- Make a wish. There's like two or three cool deaths in part yeah. three, but that one stands out in this this first trilogy. And then in, uh, for number three, I'd put Kevin Bacon's death. I fucking love that arrow and the gasping. Kevin Bacon's a good actor. This was his, I think, first movie. Uh, yeah. uh, one of his, uh, well, he was in uh, Lash and Lampoon's uh, Animal House. Nice. That was one of his first. That's Thank correct. You, sir, I always forget him. He's such a throwaway Thank role you, sir, in that. Man, it's okay, just like Nicolas Cage in Fast Times at Richmond High. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? Uh, yeah, we'll yeah. go into that later. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'd put you don't that, say. I put that as my, my three. The whap to the handicapped kid, the whack in the nuts, and the arrow through the throat. Gotcha, man. Any quick draws for you? Uh, actually, yeah, pretty much my, my most favorite kill of those three, Kevin Bacon's arrow through the throat. Awesome. Again, the wheelchair, that, that's that been said, but that one's always a fun one to see. And then uh, uh, kind of Jason's death in part two. Yeah. 
good one. Like his death in the, in, the, in the second one, that, that, was, that, was, that was a good one. So, Iffy Meister. Wheelchair is probably number one. Uh, number two, uh, the the two in the sh- uh, kebab. Oh, yeah. That one. Uh, three. Uh, the snake. I <laughs> <laughs> forgot that. That's my. That'll be my honorable mention because okay. that, that was a that was that was a real on screen death. That was a real on screen death. Uh, and then three would probably be Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. yeah. Just, just because just because of the story behind it. Just like, the bubbles coming out oh, of the yeah. neck. Just yeah. and my honorable mention that was planet. actually Tom Savini. Uh, oh, yeah. Apparently, apparently there was a mishap with the um, pump with the, the pump. pump, and then he's just he's like blowing it, and it came with this bubble effect. But plays great for for that for that mishap. It plays very well on screen, so it's mm-hmm. probably yeah. that probably it looks make like a great kill. One. It's just yeah. like that's a great just because my uh, my other honorable honorable mention would definitely be Pamela Voorhees decapitation because yeah, that just totally. plays so well because in slow mo you can do great things and they did a really good thing on that yeah. decapitation. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad we got to revisit uh, revisit in this little first part of our uh, Friday Thirteenth series. Part one, to, yeah, yeah, of Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, I like this origin series. This is part one, two, and three. I know we're talking about the earlier ones, but it was fun revisiting them and talking about them. So, so uh, uh, you know, join us next time when we hit the rest of these. Uh, the Tommy Jarvis, the Tommy saga. Jarvis saga. <laughs> Keep not, it scary, guys. Not the Wilhelm saga. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. All right, we'll see y'all later. Bye bye. Keep it scary. Keep it scary. Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary.